Father, we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. Now, as we look to you and we believe you today, you are the healing one. And you have come with your healing anointing and power. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Bless your people. Touch your people. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you for it today. When it's all said and done, your people are healed. They're made whole. They're set free. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Okay, Prophet, you can take off. What do you want me to take off? I'm Prophet. Tell me what you want me to do. Go with the um, subject and just go straight to the notes. Okay, to your healing notes. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. And your topic just today is faith for healing. Amen. Yes. Is that, is that your right. topic? Faith for yes. healing. Faith okay. for healing. All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, reading from Apostles' notes. It says, God loves you and wants you healed. As you decree God's word, through meditation and daily confession, the image of health will grow bigger on the inside of you and your faith will increase. Now let's pause right there for a second. All right. As you do what? As you meditate. 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 The word of God. What's going to happen? It's going to grow. <clears throat> Your faith will grow. Amen. Larger and larger. Yeah, bigger. it says the image of health will grow bigger on the inside of you and your yes. faith will increase. Yes. Now, notice that word image. Your image is a part of your faith. Amen. Your image is a big part of your faith. See, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself the way God sees you? Praise the Lord. How many of you ever heard of the prayer of Jabez? Oh, well, yeah. Jabez wasn't just asking God for land. He was asking the Lord to let him see himself like the Lord see him. Mm -hmm. And to those of you who don't know, Jabez's name meant pain. Wow. Because his mother bore him in pain. So she named him pain. Now, how would you like to have somebody calling you all day pain? Mm -mm. That don't that doesn't help your image at all. So Jabez asked the Lord <clears throat> to open his spiritual eyes, let him see himself like God sees him. Oh wow. Folks, let me tell you something. You must see yourself totally healed. Mm. If you have an image of sickness mm. and disease. And that's just on you and on you and it's on your mind every day and you see yourself that way and you don't see yourself being healed, you won't be. No. Did you catch what I just said? You yes, will not be. 
you just won't be. You got to change your image. You got to change the way you see yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to see yourself here. You see, your imagination is a big part of your faith. All right. Your imagination is a big, big part of your faith. What do you see? Remember the Lord, a uh, prophet asked Jeremiah, mm-hmm. what do you see? Yeah, he did. And Jeremiah said, what? I mm-hmm. see an almond tree. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, you have seen well. That's right. I will hasten my word to perform it. What does that hasten mean? He's watching over his word to perform in our lives, in your life, what his word says. Now, Jesus said, by his stripes, you were what? You were healed. Isn't that right? That's right. You have to get an image on the inside of you. That's right. You must get that image on the inside of you. And while I'm there, I'll tell you something else. Thank God for healing, but healing is not God's best. So if you want God's best, God's best is wholeness. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus told the woman who had the issue of blood. He said, daughter, you be of good cheer, for your faith has made you Amen. whole. Yes. Your faith has made you whole. He didn't say your faith healed you. He said your faith made you whole. <clears throat> now, a woman had money before she got sick. But she went from doctor to doctor. She didn't go. She didn't get better. She went for another opinion. They didn't help her either. She went for another mm. opinion and so forth and so on. That's right. Used up all her money. But she heard about Jesus passing through. Come on. And she said, if I can just get out. And she's at home now. But she started putting her faith into use at home. Amen. If I can just get out there and touch his clothes. Really, it was his prayer shawl. To him, it was garment. It was his prayer shawl. She said, if I can touch it. I'll be right. made whole. That's if I can touch it. Look, look, she's getting a, a <clears throat> mental image on the inside of herself of being made whole. Exactly and what did what Jesus say? See, Jesus didn't know the lady was out there. Jesus didn't touch her. She touched his clothes. Mm-hmm. Her faith was pulling from him. Okay. Now, remember, she got an image at home. She saw herself without that issue of blood. Mm -hmm. And you know what she did? She went after it. Will you go after your deliverance today? Hmm. Will you be made whole today? The Bible said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Now, as you hear the word of God this morning, let your faith rise. Take your feet off the brake. Let your faith rise. And I want to tell you something. Jesus' ministry is controlled by faith. 
whenever he sees faith, he's under obligations from God to stop. No matter what he's doing, no matter where he's going. Just like All that right. same day out there with the woman who had that issue of blood. Right. He was on his way to Jairus' house. Jairus' daughter was sick. And Jesus said, I'll come and heal her. Mm -hmm. Now, here's this woman who had the issue of blood. She touches pressure. And the healing power of God went into her. Glory right, be to God. Mm -hmm. It went into her. And Jesus wanted to know who touched me. I got to find out who touched me. And his disciples said, Master, you got thousands on top of thousands of people, of people out here. Everybody is trying to touch you. Jesus said, but no. I knew that power had went out from me. That healing and nurturing has run out. That healing power has gone out from me. And brothers and sisters, the lady had to come forward. And she was long-winded with her testimony. And Jesus was patient. Mm -hmm. And here come people from Jairus' house. Don't trouble the master any longer. Your little girl is dead. And Jesus heard what they told him. And Jesus looked at Jairus and he said this. Believe only. Yes, he did. Do not meditate. Do not focus in on what they just told you. He wouldn't even much repeat what they told him. But they told him, your little girl is dead. Jesus mm -hmm. looked at him and said, believe only. Now, the scripture tells us all things are possible to you and I that what? Believe. We got any believers out here today in healing school? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, use your imagination. I'm telling you, things can happen. Healing starts on the inside of you. And it comes on the outside. Isn't that something? Your imaginations mm. live on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell him what did you say? Well, I said, uh, I said, <laughs> it's so powerful. You were on the roll. I didn't want to interrupt you, but that is so true. It lives on the inside. It lives on the inside, right? That's right. Amen. But right. in order to, in order to, Cause it to manifest. What do we mu we must want? We must appropriate it. We must act on it. We must step right. out in faith and make faith confession about the word of God. And if we are not making those faith confessions and proclaiming what the word has said about us, well, it will not manifest. Just like you in your opening notes, God loves you and wants you healed. And as you decree, that's a powerful word right there, decree God's word yeah. through meditation and, and, and daily confession, the image of health will grow. 
You know, when you say what you said a few minutes ago, it stuck out to me. It just jumped in my spirit what you were saying about this man's name. Why would you name someone pain? Because that image of pain was being what? It was being manifested in this child daily. That's right. That's right. And every time someone called his name, they were what? Enforcing that pain. Holding it there. Because this is how we create, just like God created. He stepped out into creation in Genesis and he said, right? He began to call for That's right. what was not manifest. He stepped out into darkness, but he began to call for the things that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And what he wanted was what? Light. And so he said, light be. Let there be light. He called for the thing that was not manifested. And so this is how he, he taught Abraham to create. This is how he taught uh, I'm sorry, Adam, Adam how yes. to create. He said, now Adam, everything that, that is here that I've formed with my own hands, you give it a name. He asked Adam, what is this? And Adam named all the animals. He named everything. He named the plants. He named everything, didn't he? That's right. That's right. And so he was teaching him to do the same. And everything, the Bible says, that Adam called it, so it was. That's what it was. And that's what it is still today. Yes. Yeah. This is a rose. This is a hibiscus. Huh? This is a lily. Come on. Sure. This is a tulip. This is a lion. That's a frog right there. Okay. This is a wolf. That's a dog, a bird. He gave names. And so God was teaching him to do the same. You have to use your words. We must use yeah. our words. And, and according to your notes, the image of health will grow bigger on the inside of us uh, when your faith is released. And when it will, we release our faith by speaking. And then, you know, the final part of your notes in that first part, it says, let the Holy Spirit empower you as the miracle working power of God, what? Manifest. That's right. That's right. Manifest. Yeah. But our part is to what? Speak it. That's right. Speak. Speak. Open our mouth. Use our lips to speak things into existence. <clears throat> and as I often say in our daily teachings, your lips is the most powerful weapon you possess. Now, we, you may not know that, but that is, that is a fact. It's the truth. If you, mm -hmm. if you realize how powerful your mouth is, we'll begin to really, really pause, really take a moment to think about what we're going to say before we say it. Because That's according good. to, according to Mark 11, and we all know Mark 11, 22, 23, up around that area. Jesus said, 
in verse 23, he said, Whosoever shall say unto the mountain. What is the mountain, Apostle? Whatever the, the problem. problem. That's right. The sickness. Whatever the, the sickness and disease that is in your body. Look yes. at that word, S-A-Y. Whosoever shall what? Say to it. Hey. Say to the mountain. Be what? Thou removed. Mm-hmm. And be thou what? Cast into the sea. Come on, you know the scripture. But here's a big part of that, those instructions. And do not what? Doubt, Doubt. in your heart. Yes. But what? Believe. Believe. Watch those it. Things. Believe the thing that you have said. That's right. See, whatever you are saying out of your own lips. He said, you don't doubt what you're saying, you're going to have exactly what you say. That's right. That is so powerful. Yeah. You see, so faith-filled confession, your faith-filled confessions will cause your healing to spring forth, will cause that miracle-working power of God to manifest in your life. That's and right. And so we all know that what Jesus also taught us the call for the thing that is not what? Manifested. So what's not manifested? Your health is not manifested yet. Although it's there. Your healing is there. Yes, it is. Because it was given on the cross. We know that. It's provided for us. The provisions were made for us. When Jesus gave his life on the cross. Right? That's right. But we must Reach out by faith and what? And take it. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Through the lips, through your lips, through the weapons of your warfare. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal through God, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Now why has, why has, has, has it not manifest yet? Because there's strongholds there. Satan is a deceiver. The Bible says he's a thief, he's a liar. He's there called, trying to hold your healing, the manifestation rather of your healing from you. Yes. And so with the weapon that we have been given, which is your mouth and your lips, the word of God coming from watch the travel, watch 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 the route that this word must take. The word of God coming from your heart. You see, because you've hid it in your heart. You've hid it. Yes you have. This word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against sin thee. Against thee. See, so yeah, so you hiding that word in your heart. You hiding yes. it there until you, until you need it. You see it? So watch the travel route. The word of God coming from your heart, forming in your mouth, and spoken by your lips. Yes. Amen. That's spoken good. through your lips. The word of God coming from your heart. Yeah, that's the route it takes. That's the route. That's the routine. That's the bed. That that is the path right there. Forming in your mouth mm -hmm. and spoken through your lips, it will always cause that word that you are speaking to manifest. Now watch this. If you are speaking doubt, that's gonna that's gonna manifest too. Absolutely, that's good. If you're speaking fear, that's gonna manifest too. If you're speaking poverty. That's going to manifest too. You see it? Because right. God, Jesus taught us 
to create just like our father did. And we must pay attention to our father. He always, excuse me, called for the thing that was not manifested. That's right. He didn't step out in darkness and say, oh, darkness, where are you? No, he did not. No. He stepped out in darkness and he called for the light. So you don't see the healing, so you step out and call for your healing. And you do it by faith-filled confessions of the word of God. Not only did he tell us and teach us the path, the route, and how to do it and how to call for it, he also told us what to call for. He also Mm -hmm. gave us the words, didn't he, Larry? That's right. And that's the next part of your note, if you allow me to speak, go into that. Go go for it. The faith confession. Go for it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess your word concerning my healing. As I do this, I believe and say that your word will not return unto me void, but your word will accomplish what it says it will. Hmm? Yeah. And we can see that over in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. And it goes on to say, Therefore, I believe in the name of Jesus that I am healed, according to 1 Peter 2.24. Yes. But there it is written that Jesus himself took my infirmity. He bore my sicknesses. And therefore, with great boldness, Ah, come on. Great boldness yeah. yeah. and confidence. I say on the authority of that written word that I am redeemed from the curse of sickness and I refuse to tolerate the symptoms any longer. Hello. Um, Hello. You see? There you go. What, what did we just do? We confessed. We pulled from our heart. We formed it in our mouth and we spoke it through our lips. Yeah, say it again. That word was planted in our heart because we put it there. It was formed in my mouth and it was spoken through my lips. And I didn't speak it. I didn't speak it in doubt. I didn't speak it in fear. You know why we don't have to speak it in fear? It's the word of God. It's the sincere milk of the word of God. He told us what to say. You know what we just quoted? We just quoted Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24. Huh? Galatians 3.13 and James 4 and 7. That's what we just quoted. Hallelujah. And see, when you can find it in the scriptures, you can have faith for it. That's right. Amen. Absolutely. Now, I love this. Now, I know this. Resistance. Right? Uh-huh. I refuse to tolerate it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see the news at any time, all over the news, here you have somebody dealing with the police, and you hear the police saying, stop resisting, stop resisting. But isn't it something Isn't it rather interesting? In James chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, Submit yourself unto God. 
and resist. There it is. Uh -huh. The devil. And he will flee from you. Yeah. Now here the police are saying, stop resisting, stop resisting. But God said just the opposite. God said, resist. Resist who? The devil. <laughs> and he will flee from you. So somebody might say, prophets, well, how do you resist the devil? When you open your mouth and say what thus said the Lord, for instance, here in First Peter 2.24, who him own self. Right? Yeah. Who him, yeah. his own self, he took your infirmities, he took your disease, he bore it in his own body. Uh-huh. And he declared, by the stripes that he took, you and I were healed. Yep. When you say what God has said about your situation, whether it be finances, whether it be sickness, uh, uh, marriage, demonic forces, that matter. You are resisting that thing. And look what, look what he said. If you resist the devil, he will flee from you. Do you know what the word flee means? Run from as in terror. Oh, wow. You can terrorize your sickness and disease till it turn you loose. Glory be to God. Are y'all getting this today? Amen. Okay, prophet. Well, you know what, Apostle? Um, all everything you, all your notes here are faith confessions. You want me to just finish in those confessions? Yes. Amen. So we we stopped right here. It says, and I refuse to tolerate. The sentence. That's Galatians 3.13, James 4 and 7. And so let's go on with the faith confession. Now, Father, well, before you do that, before you do that mm -hmm. look at that word tolerate. What does tolerate mean? I'm not going to put up with that. I'm not going to take that anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to let that uh, situation exist. I'm just going to do what I need to do to get rid of it. That's right. Anything you tolerate, anything you put up with, you it's don't confront, stay. it's going to stay, and you are giving it your blessing to do just that. You are giving uh -huh. it your permission. Now, I want you to really pay attention to the words here and really catch that. Amen. If you don't face it, You are giving it your blessing to stay on or uh, in your life. Mm -hmm. You have to refuse to put up with it. See, what did the yeah. scripture say? I think it's uh, Matthew chapter 18 in verse 18. Mm -hmm. What, what things soever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We keep waiting for Jesus to, to heal us. 
he already had. Now he's telling you, now go ahead and receive it. Mm-hmm. Psalms 107 and verse 20. He sent his word. He sent his word and healed us and delivered yeah. us from all destruction. Yeah. But you've got to get fed up. You've got to say, I didn't had enough of this and I'm not going to tolerate it not one more day. All right. Jesus said, by his stripes I'm healed. Well, why am I putting up with this then? Mm-hmm. See, he done did his part. Now it's up to you. All right. All things are possible to him or her that what? Believe. believe. That what? Believe. believe. Listen. We talked about Jabez here. His name meant pain. All right. Let me show you something. Cain and Abel. You know who uh-huh. that is. Yeah. Cain killed Abel. Folks, listen. Abel's name meant Brett. That's what it uh-huh. means. Brett. Now, here's the prayer I'm trying to get to to show you here. Jesus said, by his stripes, you are what? You are healed. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, in verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life, for the law, notice, the spirit of life is a law. Yeah, come on. There are two laws there. For the law of the spirit of life, Where's the first one found? In Christ Jesus. Okay. Has made me free. Here comes the second law. From the law of sin and death. When God made man, the Bible says, he breathed the breath. Of life into him. Watch this. And man, woman, became a living soul. A living soul. Absolutely. Folks, God don't want you sick. He don't want you dead. (laughs) He wants you to live. John 10.10. The devil wants you dead. The thief comes to rob, steal, kill. Mm -hmm. All sickness is, is pieces, little pieces of death. Trying to come together as one whole to take you out. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, he came so you can have life. All right. Not sickness and disease. Not short of breath. So you can have life and have plenty of it. Mm. Have it more abundant. Have it in abundance. You want the breath of God to stay in you. See, God wants you to live out your whole entire lifespan. Mm. It is not short either. 
God doesn't even deal with when you're going to die. All right. But yet people run around, well, you know, God took this one. God took that one. God doesn't even deal with that. <laughs> you do. Yes, we do. I said you do. You yes, are the one who's do. in charge of that. The law of the spirit of life has made you free from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. He said, I set before you this day life and death, blessings and curses. curses. Watch this word. But you choose, but you choose that so you can choose. He said, if you don't even much know between the children, let me tell you, choose life. Uh -huh. So that you and your family may live. You choose life. Folks, he's not choosing death. All right. He has not chosen death. He chooses, look, he told you to choose life. You choose. Now, if he's in charge of that, why is he telling us to choose? See, mm -hmm. my people perish for lack of knowledge. All right. People stay sick for a lack of knowledge. Are you getting what I'm showing you here? Yeah. He didn't say people are poor because they don't have no money. Money is not the problem. The earth is full of money. It'll never, listen to me, it'll never run out. Never. What's the problem? Knowledge. They have no knowledge. My people perish for a lack, for a lack of knowledge, not money. People are sick for a lack of knowledge, not the sickness and disease. Are you sure? Are you, are you getting this? Yeah. You can make a conscious decision today. You know what? Mm -hmm. I done had enough of this, and I'm not going to put up with it any longer. All right, now. Jesus said, I'm healed. Well, I must be, in spite of what your body is telling you. Command your body to line up in the name of Jesus with the word of God. And it will obey. Say it again. And it will obey. Yes, it has to. Because that's the way God designed the system. And it's not changeable either. Glory mm -hmm. to God. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let's finish with your faith-filled confessions. Amen. Uh, I pray, God, that, you know, as we make these confessions, that we'll see the reality <laughs> in it, the spiritual side of it. Because this is how... You know, according to, uh, let me go back to our foundation scripture. I hope you guys got that. Romans 4 and 17. As it is written, <clears throat> I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him, whom he what? Believed. Mm -hmm. Even God, who what? He quickened the dead. See that word right there? Quickened the dead. Yes. See, 
your your body is dead. Your, your healing is not manifest. But he said, I'm quickening the dead and I'm calling for those things which be not what is not. Your healing is not manifest. But he said, I'm calling for that as though it already was. That's right. That is the key to your faith-filled confession. That's the key to your faith-filled confession. You are calling. So, you know, when whenever we begin to open their mouth and begin to say something, guys, this should be your guide. This scripture right here in Romans 4 and 17 should be your guide. It should be the, the correction, the table. It should be, uh, the force that goes before any word. It should be the direction that goes before any word. It should be the foundation that you, what? Spring from, as they say, yeah. hail from. This should be yeah. your springboard. Before you get up in the morning, before you begin to speak, this should be your guideline. Whatever word you choose to use, you should think about this scripture. I'm calling for those things which be not. See, and guys, if you start calling for the things that are, you know, you like you start saying, well, I have, I have a backache. <laughs> I have a, a stomachache. I have a headache. You're not calling for the things that be not when you say that. You're calling for the things that are manifest already. You already know you have a headache. You already know you have a backache. That is already manifested in your body, right? You know how it's there? You feel the pain of it. But what is he teaching us? He's teaching us to call for those things that be not. And what is not? The deliverance from that headache. That's right. Come on. The deliverance from that backache. Come on. The deliverance from whatever the doctor says in your body. That's what he told you to call for. He said, call for those things that be not as though they are. And that should be, um, our focal point as we begin to move our lips. We know we've seen the path through which our healing is going to come through. It's coming from the words that's in your heart. Formed where? In your mouth. And what? Yeah. Spoken through, spoken through your lips. So now we've gotten this all straightened out. We, we've straight now. We understand how Jesus operates, how God operates. You know, that's what Jesus came to show us. He said, that's now right. let me show you how your father operates. Your father doesn't go around talking about what is already manifest. The darkness was already manifest, but guess what? Your father didn't talk about the darkness, and neither should you. That's to right. talk about the pain and to talk about the, the the symptoms that's in your body, you're talking about the darkness. You're calling for more darkness. You're holding the darkness in place with your words. You see that? So we that's need right. to move away from that. Move away from that. Let's get. This stuff straight now for once and for all. You know, when people hear you speak now, they're not going to hear you talking about, well, you know, I'm up there, I'm a senior citizen, and I'm up in my 70s, I'm up in my 80s, you know, I'm on my way out of here. Why are you speaking that way? You shouldn't be speaking that way. 
Now, That's I don't right. see that happen. Where, where's that in the scripture? The Bible says Abraham was a hundred years old and God is telling him, you're about to have a child. Yeah. Sarah was 90 and she laughed. She said, what? What? Yes. Why did you laugh? You know, of course you're going to have a baby. Because I say so. And the Bible says, he began to change his mindset. Didn't he, Apostle? He began to change his mind. He began to change. Now he's got something to look forward to, the word of God. You have the same thing. You have the word of God. That's right. You have the same thing. You have the same thing Abraham had. What was that? All he spoke to him was words. That's all he spoke to him. He said, I'm changing your name. Your name will no longer be Abram, but it will now be what? Abraham, the father yes. of nations. Abraham. See? And so he had to teach this boy how to speak light-feeling words. And so every time someone said, what's your name? He said, I am Abraham. What was he saying? I am the father of nations. That's right. That's he what gave he heard. him a word. He gave him a word. And he's giving you a word. Giving you a word. So you see, let's get back to our confession. So therefore, I believe in the name of Jesus that I am healed according to 1 Peter 2.24. It is written in your word, Father, that Jesus himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. And therefore, with great boldness, great boldness and confession, and confidence, I say on the authority of that written word that I am healed, I am redeemed from the curse of sickness, and I refuse to tolerate the symptoms any longer. Now, Father, because I reverence and worship you, I have the assurance of your word that the angel of the Lord encamps around about me and delivers me from every evil work. That's Psalm That's 34 right. 7. Let's go on with our confession. Now, no evil shall befall me. Come on, no plague or calamity shall come near my dwelling. That's yes. Psalms 91 and 10. So I confess the word of God abides in me and delivers to me perfect soundness of mind wholeness in my body and spirit from the deepest parts of my nature in my immortal spirit even to the joints and marrow of my bones. That's, That's right. First John 4 and 4. Huh? That word is medic- medicine and life to my flesh for the law of the spirit of life operates in me and makes me free from the law of sin and death. That's Proverbs 4.22. Apostle, stop me when you want because I'm just going to go through these confessions. Now, Father, because I reverence and worship you, I have the assurance of your word. As the angels of the Lord are champing about me and delivering me from every evil work. No evil shall befall me. No plague or calamity shall come near my dwelling. I confess the word of God abides in me and delivers to me, perfect soundness of mind and wholeness and body and spirit from the deepest parts of my nature in my mortal spirit, even to the joints and marrow of my bones. Glory to that Jesus. That word, 
That word is meditation, it's medicine, and it's life to my flesh. For the law of the spirit of life is operating in me and it's making me free from the law of sin and death. That's Romans 8 and 2. I have no, I have, I have on the whole armor of God and the shield of faith protects me from the, of the wicked. Jesus is the high priest of my confession. I hold fast to my confession of faith in your word. I stand immovable and fixed in full assurance that I have health and healing now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That is Ephesians 6, 11 through 16. Praise amen. God. Well, all once right. this has been, amen, and once this has been prayed like that and confessed like that, thank the Lord. Go ahead and say, Father, thank you that Satan is bound and continue to confess your healing. And continue to give God thanks on a daily basis. Amen. Once you make that confession, guys, remember what's happening. You're calling. Remember our foundation scripture? We are calling for the things that be not as though they are. So don't feel bad. Well, I feel bad saying that, and that's not true. Yeah, it may not be manifested, but it is the truth. It is the truth. You see, the word of God is truth. It may not be manifested yet, but the word of God is truth. And that's why he's given us the opportunity to confess. He's shown us how to do it. Form it in your heart. Let it just be up on your in your mouth. And go ahead and speak it with your lips. Amen? Yes. That's right. See, all you have to do is stay with the word. Don't worry about the manifestation, Paul. It will show up. What you want to do is stay committed to your part. The Bible says, talking about the Lord, faithful is he that promised and will do it. When he see you committed, to stay with his word. Then he will respond. The Bible says, according to your faith, be it unto you. See that manifestation? It's there. Uh-huh. It is. Well, you can well, speak it into well, this. The word Go is ahead. there. But we trying to get it to manifest, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's inside. It's on the inside of us because we placed it there. You know, every time you you speak, you you read the scriptures at night or in the morning. What are you doing? You're placing it on the ground in the table of your heart. That's right. But see, then just just reading the scriptures and confessing the scriptures is two different things. Yes. Did you hear me? Yes, it's it two is. different things. Yes, you it see, is. You see, I'm, I'm going to read the scripture to myself. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to meditate on it a while. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to just think about it and think about it and think about it. You see, let's, let's, let me do an example for you. Let's go to 
First um, Peter, because that's one of our scriptures that we looked at. So we look at First Peter 2.24. Okay, I'm pulling it up. I don't have to, but I want to make sure that we're all looking at it the same way. First Peter 2 and 24, what does it say? Here we go. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Period. That's what it says. Now, let me show you the difference. I'm a, I just read that, and so I'll read it in the morning, I'll read it at night, but then here, here, here now, I'm going to meditate on this. So as I go, I'm, I may be doing the laundry. I may be doing the dishes. I may be vacuuming the floor. I may be doing the grocery shopping or whatever. I'm thinking about it. I'm turning it over in my mind. I'm meditating on it. I'm, you know, I, I may be driving down the highway. I'm meditating on what I read this morning. Who is on self there my sense. So I'm hearing it play over and over and over, over in my mind. So I'm meditating. But let me show you the difference, guys, in speaking, reading the scriptures, meditating the scriptures. Now I'm ready to what? Confess that scripture. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me? Now listen to me. Listen to the confession of it. I've met, I've read it. I've meditated on it. And let me say this again. Do not confess that scripture if you are not fully persuaded that you believe it. I'm going to yeah. say that again. I'm going to say oh, it sure. again. Do not confess. Do not attempt to make a confession based on 1 Peter 2.24 until you are fully persuaded that it is true and it will work for you. Listen, the Bible says Abraham was what? Fully persuaded that what God had said, God was able to do it. Are you listening to me? He was fully, say it to yourself. He was fully persuaded. Say it again. Fully persuaded. Say it again. Fully Fully persuaded. persuaded. Say it again. Fully persuaded. persuaded. And that's what I'm saying to you this morning. Do not make a faith confession on the word of God until you, until you are ready, until you are convinced, until you are ready to say, hmm, yep. I believe it. I'm ready. I am ready. I believe it. I've meditated on it. I've read it. I've thought about it. I've meditated and I've thought about it and I've meditated and I've thought about it and I've meditated and I've come on. And now I'm ready to confess. Now listen to the confession, how the confession will sound. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. That you, your son, Jesus Christ, bear my sins. See, see my sins. It's not out anymore. That's You're right. personalizing this. I believe that your son bear my sins in his own body on the truth. That I, see that word we, it becomes I. That I, although I was dead in my sins, I now live unto righteousness. By his stripes, by Jesus' stripes, Father, thank you. I was healed, and I'm healed today. That's right. Do you see the difference? Do you see the difference, child of God? Are you listening to me out there? Huh? You just made a faith confession 
based on 1 Peter 2.24. And that's what he's trying to get you to do, to call for the things that be not as though they were. Mm-hmm. Now that, child of God, is what causes the Spirit of God to what? Spring into operation and go get it for you. That's right. Hello? Hello? Amen. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? You see, reading the scriptures, meditating the scriptures, and making a faithful confession of the scriptures is totally different. And I want to encourage you again. I want to challenge you. Never, ever make a faithful confession of the word of God until you are fully persuaded. Yes. Okay? Because let me tell you what happens when you do that. When you approach the word and try to make a fake, faith-filled confession on the word like we just did with First Peter 2.24 and you're doing it because I tell you to do it, but you don't believe it, it's not going to work for you. Nothing will That's happen. That's right. Absolutely nothing. You just be there saying, well, let me try this. I've tried everything else. Let me see how she said that again. Okay, I'll say it. Yeah, well, Father, I, you know, I, I guess I believe in my, I, see, you may as well stop. You know what my father in the gospel used to tell us? He said, go sit down. You're not ready. Go sit down. That's right. You are not ready. Yep. Just go have a seat. And we come back. He said, now, are you, what's going to happen when I pray for you this scripture? Well, I guess I, he said, no, you're not ready. Go sit down. That's right. But see, when you come up there saying, just lay your hands on me. I believe it. I receive it. Just lay your hands on me in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. Go ahead and lay your hands on me. Now you're ready. Hello? And you receive too. You giving God a place to work. Because guess what he said? All of you who come to me, you must come to me in what? In faith. That's right. That's what Jesus meant when he said, Narrow is the path, and very few of you will enter into. He said, but no man is going to go to my father except through me. You know what that is? What what, what was he telling us? You got to believe it. You have to believe my father's word. That's the way you're going to get to my father. That's the way you're going to get in. You have to be in faith, child of God. I cannot stress this enough. Your faith must work for you. When Jesus laid his hands on the woman with the issue of blood, what did he tell her? Daughter, your faith has let you in here. Her faith made you whole. And I'm telling you this morning in this healing school, the only thing that's going to get you to Jesus, get you through Jesus to God for your healing to manifest, even though it's already been provided for you over 2,000 years ago, even though it's been laid out, even though Jesus already laid his life out, he drained all his blood from his body for you to receive your healing. He's still waiting on you to what? Act on it. Appropriate it. Right. Manif- cause it to manifest to you. And I just laid the path out to you. That's right. I cannot stress it enough, ladies and gents. He loves you so much. But he wants us to know the path. Because it will not, he, there's no respect to person. You say, well, why some of us get healed and some of us do not? I just showed you why. 
That's right. Yeah. We have some people in our healing school. I mean, just like that. Bam. You know why? Because they're in faith about it. Yes. They don't have to be convinced. Huh? They don't have to be, you know, constantly reminded and pulled on and told. Come on. Come on. Won't you believe it? Come on. Come on. Won't you just. You see, we don't have to do that. Their faith is mature. Their faith is ready to be acted and released. How do I release my faith? I release my faith in my words. I -hmm. release my faith by my words coming from my Mm -hmm. heart, being formed in my mouth, and spoken through my lips. That's how I release my faith. But when it comes out, don't let it sound like, well, let me see. Let me see how she said that. No, child of God, that's why I want to encourage you. Don't say anything that we're saying. Do not step out and try to say that until you're ready, until you're fully persuaded that you believe it, that you believe it. Do you believe this morning? Praise God. And we're not asking you to believe us. We're not saying believe Larry. We're not saying believe Helen. No, we're asking you to believe these scriptures we're reading to you. We're asking you to believe 1 Peter 2.24. And once you believe it, make it your own. Don't just say who his own self bear our sins. No, say my sins. That I be dead to sin. I live unto righteousness by whose stripes I am healed. Now you're ready. Now you're in faith. And the spirit of God is moving for you now. He said in Mark 11, you now are going to have what you say. (laughs) You see that? Praise Jesus. You're going to have what you say. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. All right. That is wonderful. Powerful. Thank you for sharing that with us today. Amen.